Amen. Praise God. We'd like to go to the Word for just a few minutes this morning. I don't know that we will be running or shouting this morning, but I, I pray this will help ground you in truth and righteousness. And I pray that we will be continue to be grounded and planted where God wants to plant us and stay planted and stay grounded, <clears throat> stay connected to the body of Christ. Amen. We're going to go to the book of Jeremiah chapter 17. Just read two verses here. Jeremiah 17, verse number 7 and verse number 8. Jeremiah 17, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Praise God. I want to preach, talk to us really, I guess this morning, call it preaching if you want to. I just feel to talk about this for a few minutes today. Simple thought, title of the message, Roots. Everybody say Roots. I hope you are rooted in Christ this morning. And if you're not rooted in Christ, you can be rooted in Christ today. Amen. God, help us this morning. I pray that you would help me. In this day, in this hour that we live in, we need to be rooted as ever before in righteousness. God, we need to be connected and build our relationship and rooted in truth in this hour. If there ever was an hour, this is the hour that the church needs to stay rooted in truth and righteousness and holiness and separation. And God, I pray that you would speak to us in this house this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. A friend of mine does not live here in Bakersfield, so... Don't try to guess who it is. You probably couldn't, but uh, a friend of mine I've known since we were uh, teenagers many years ago, and, and he, we stay connected. Usually it's through those memes on the phone that are kind of funny, and he'll send something, and I'll reply or send something, and, and uh, he has a great sense of humor, and so I get some of my funny little things from him. But uh, he shared with me this week that, he feels in his own spirit there has been a deep move, a deep move of prayer, a deeper call to prayer and fasting. He shared that he feels that he feels that not just in his personal walk, but not but it not and not just in his church, but he feels like this is in this day and age that we live in, that there's a call from heaven for people of the children of God, the people of God to Go deeper in the Word and deeper into relationship with the Lord. And my response to him was this. Our roots of revelation and relationship are going deeper in God and need to continue to go deeper in God due to the storms of life and the times that we are living in. 
I'm going to say that again. I really feel in my spirit that the church of the living God has got to have roots in revelation of understanding and relationship. We've got to go deeper in the Word and deeper in our prayer and deeper in our walk with God and deeper in Him so that we can withstand the storms of life that are upon us. Matthew chapter 7, Jesus spoke and He said, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. The rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and they beat upon the house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. We heard tongues and interpretation. We heard a word direct from the mouth of God this morning. That there are some that have fallen, have become bewitched by new doctrine that's not biblically based. And some that have been bewitched into disobedience and to profaning the things of God and the people of God and the house of God and the men of God in their life. And they are building their spiritual house on sand that when the storms of life come in their life, they will not be able to stand against the storm. But I've come to tell somebody at the Apostolic Rock Church that we are grounded and founded upon the revelation and the relationship we have of Jesus Christ. Praise God. We have our roots run deep in truth this morning. I said my roots run deep in truth this morning. I will not be moved. I will not be persuaded or dissuaded by false doctrine or the winds of doctrine in this new age or this generation or new time. But we have to be founded in truth. Matthew 16, Simon Peter answered and said, Unto Christ, thou, for thou art the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, this revelation of who Jesus is, I will build my church, and the gates of hell, the very gates of hell, shall not prevail against it. I'm thankful that I'm founded on Jesus' name, baptism. I'm thankful that I'm founded on the rock of revelation. I'm thankful that I am founded in Jesus Christ, the gospel, the good news to this world. I'm thankful for the birth, the life, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Amen. This church is rooted in apostolic doctrine. There is still one Lord. There's still one faith. There's still one baptism. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is still one Lord. Our church is rooted in truth. Apostolic doctrine. Our church is rooted in the Pentecostal experience. It was founded 
by Christ at the cross. It was founded, amen, it was, it, the, the, the gospel message was established in Acts chapter 2 when Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This church is founded, is rooted in a Pentecostal experience. Our church is rooted in holiness. Without holiness, you can't see the Lord. Our church is founded in separation. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. Our church is founded in dedication and commitment. Our church is rooted with praise and worship in our midst and praise and worship in our heart. This church is founded in the same faithfulness of Abraham that God saw him and saw a man that was faithful unto the Lord. This church is rooted in discipleship and relationship. Ephesians chapter 2, 29. Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Praise God. Our, the house of God is founded on fellowship. With fellow citizens of the body. We're all equal in the eyes of God. There's no big I, little you. There's no big you, little I, little me. It, we're all equal in the eyes of God. Amen. We are fellow. We're on the same level. We're on the same playing field. With the saints and of the household of God. And we're built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into a holy temple in the Lord. Praise God. I'm preaching about our roots this morning. 1 Corinthians 15 and 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. Many years ago, matter of fact, our first home, it was just a little three-bedroom, little two-bath, but we had, it was ours, so we were thankful to have it. And uh, it was our first home, and, and I remember one storm, one night the storm came through, and we went out the next morning, and our neighbor next to us, his name was Jeff, and uh, he was out front, and I looked over in his yard, and he had a tree that had blown over in his front yard, and I went over, and I began to look at his tree, and it... Everything on the outside that you could see looked healthy. It had green leaves. It was a beautiful tree with this beautiful canopy and everything looked good. And it was so sad to see that morning that, that the tree had, had uprooted itself. That the storm had uprooted the tree. and Everything looked healthy. Everything looked beautiful. But I walked over to the base of the tree and... And lo and behold, we looked and you could see that the reason the tree was uprooted by the storm was because it had shallow roots. The root system didn't go very deep. The root system was shallow. It kind of spread out just below the surface. You could see where the roots had gone out, but not deep. They hadn't dug deep down. And I, it's ironic that, come to find out, I guess these type of trees have this issue and this type of tree beautiful on the outside but this tree is often called a weeping willow weeping willow that that has not does not have a deep 
root system known for its shallow roots. I want to tell you somebody, if you don't have uh, roots that are dug deep, you're going to be none other than a weeping willow where there's going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. But oh, my roots are going to run deep in Christ. God help me to be connected to the root, to the rock, to the foundation. That when the storms of life come, we are rooted and grounded in Christ. Praise God. I just come to tell us this morning, remind us that the strength of a tree is in its roots. And our text says we are as a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out her roots by the river. We need our roots to run deep in the river of life. We need our roots to run deep in where God has planted us in the house of God in with, with the moving of the Holy Ghost. And we need to make sure that we stay rooted in Christ. He said that the heat will come. We're in Bakersfield. We know a little something about heat, don't we? When the heat comes... In our text, Jeremiah said, the leaf of the tree that's planted by the rivers of water, a leaf stays green. When our condition in the atmosphere and the environment we find ourselves in gets hot, things out there get a little dry because we're rooted. We have water and moisture and sustenance and everything we have need of. You see, the branches of the tree draw its sustenance from the roots. It's the root that gives strength to the tree. It's not what you see on the outside, but it's what you don't see on the inside that brings strength. Some people misjudge us as the people of God because they, they see us as being humble. And they see us as being kind. And that's great. What they don't see is that, that deep down rooted faithfulness and dedication and commitment unto God. That, that say, hey, we're, plant, we're trees planted by the water. I will not back up. I... Psalms in chapter 1, verse number 1, the psalmist began the whole book of Psalms. Blessed is the man that walketh not. In the counsel of the ungodly, or standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But he, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, and bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Can I tell somebody, God wants to multiply your efforts. He wants to multiply... He's going to do it in his own season. But at some point, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to see the fruit. But it's because you're planted in, by the rivers of living water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither. And whosoever he doeth or whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Sometimes you may be going through a storm. But I still got some green leaves going. I still got some praise. Matter of fact, sometimes the winds of life begin to move even more. And that just gives me a greater opportunity to praise and worship. What are you doing? I'm praising. I'm worshiping. What, I'm going through a storm. 
I may be tossed. I may feel the pressure to go one direction or the next. But I am founded and rooted in Christ. And I tell somebody it's time to dig in this morning. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 15. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by epistle. I'm telling you this morning, we need to dig in and hold the line. One of, one of the battle cries in the military for many years is when they, when they make, a, make a line, whether it's trench warfare or battle going back to the Revolutionary War, even the, coming through the Civil War, they say the, 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 the line is, the, the, the phrase is, hold fast, hold the line. Stay grooted, rooted, and grounded with one another in one mind and one accord. Dig in and hold the line. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I'm just going to chase a little rabbit if that's okay. He said unmovable. I believe God plants people in churches where he wants them to flourish. I just believe, and, and we know it. I know God's the only one that has a church. It's His church, and when you're in the church, you're baptized. You say you're a tree planted, but but He plants people in places. What I have experienced in my years of living, in my years of pastoring, I'm telling you, one of the most dangerous places for people to find is when they are transplanted. Some of the most delicate situations are when people are transplanted from one church to another. And if they don't allow some time for their roots to get down deep, they become prey to the storms of life. I'm going to speak in plain from my spirit this morning. We need to pray for everyone, not just new converts. God's planting them in. Sometimes it's easier for a new convert to dig their roots down where whatever local assembly God plants them in than it is for somebody from that's been living for God for 20, 30, 40 years and transplant into another church. Why? Now they have uprooted and it's... And, and hear me, I know they have revelation, they have understanding, and as long as they're founded in, in truth and righteousness, they can withstand the storm. But we need to make sure they their spiritual roots have some time to... At the first sign of a storm in their life. Well, hallelujah. That's not in my notes, but man, that's just good stuff right there. I was teaching the pastors this morning. I would tell them, don't, don't be so so quick. To say, hey, come on, let's just take all these transfer people. Number one, they bring problems with them. <laughs> Number two, if they got problems at their old place, they're going to bring it with them. <laughs> Usually they're the common denominator of the problem. That's why there's frax- fractions. I tell them, don't be so quick to say, come on and transfer in because you're going to have a, you better be there to hold their hand and prop them up because there's going to be some storms going to come. And until their, their roots get way down deep, they are subtle to. 
They are subject to fall. Can I just say, elders, I am thankful for you. I'm thankful for the, for the elders of this church, the people of this church that have been living for God in good times and the bad times. And you've been living for God and worshiping in the calm and you're still worshiping God in the storm. Because your roots run deep. You can be steadfast and you're unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. I, didn't, I told you, I already warned you, okay? I already gave you a heads up. You're probably not running and shouting this morning. But you can say amen every once in a while. That'll be okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. It's because I'm founded and I'm rooted in Christ. That's where my strength comes from. The strength of the tree comes from the root system. Revelations 2.25, but that which you have already hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works until the end to him will I give power over the nations. Ephesians 6 and 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. I've got news this morning. We're still standing. We're still standing. Three Hebrew children were bound and thrown into the fire because they would not bow and they stood and so the king put, put the ropes on their hands, their feet. They bound them. They throw them into the fire. And the next thing he knows, where were they standing? They were standing in the fire. They weren't laying in the fire. They were still standing. Why? Because their roots ran deep. They said, we're, gonna, we're founded and rooted in truth. And we're not going to worship or bow down to a false idol. Praise God. So you need to understand this morning, it is the root that determines the strength of the tree. The second thing that the root determines is the fruit of the tree. <clears throat> John 15, Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you, and abide in me, and I in you. There's, there's times when God has to do some pruning on me. But sometimes when, when God is pruning, less is more. Because He'll prune the things that... I'll close my eyes so I don't make eye contact with anybody. Sometimes He has to prune... prune uh, uh, Bad attitude. <laughs> Sometimes he has to cut a few little limbs. Why? Because it's for the health of the tree. If thy eye offend thee, pluck it out. If thy hand cut it off. What was he saying? He's saying, I'm more concerned about the health of the tree. Well, 
said, if you abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. We have to be careful. We look at our church and look at how all the good things that God's doing. We're like, look at the branch. Everybody just look at the branches. Branches are just a reflection of the root. It's not about what's going on here. It's about what's, what's going down deep down in here. And when, when we are rooted in, in righteousness and rooted in praise and worship, it always comes out. The fruit of the root will. You see, a thankful root will show itself thankful. A root that's, a, that's appreciative will, will reflect through its worship. A healthy root will have a thriving tree. He went on to say, I am the vine, you are the branches. And he that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. And with, For without me you can do nothing. You see, the life of the tree is the root. The root determines the fruit and the root determines the life of the tree. <clears throat> Romans 11 Verse 16, Paul writing said, For if the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou, being a wild olive tree, were grafted in among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against, and we're, we all know we're grafted into the vine, praise God, we're Gentiles, we are grafted into the tree, the church, but he said, boast not against the branches, but if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. He said, don't be bragging about how good the, the branch is. Look at us. We're holy. We're righteous. We're Pentecostal. He said, don't boast about we are apostolic. We are Pentecostal. We are holy. We, are, we have standards. We have tenets of faith. We, we are true to those things. But it is not for us to boast in ourselves. It's us to boast of the root from which we come from. He said, and if you boast, thou bearest not the root, but at the root thee. You're not sustaining yourself. God is sustaining us. <clears throat> Praise God. This making sense this morning? Anybody rooted in Christ this morning? Anyone connected to Christ this morning? Amen. Praise God. You can't stay rooted on Sunday and then uproot yourself on Monday thinking you're going to still survive the week. Hello, somebody. I want to dig deep and stay rooted and grounded in Christ. 2 Kings chapter 19, And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward and bear fruit upward. It's always been the plan of God for the, His church to be rooted in truth and then reflect His glory on the outward. Well, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. That's true. And the outward appearance should always reflect the root. I can just come into the house of God and wear whatever I want to wear and, 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 and 
put whatever I want to put on my body and do whatever I want to do. No, the branch should reflect. You see, the health of the branch is determined by the root system. Uh-huh. I wouldn't plan on getting into holiness, but uh, so I, I just want to do what I want to do. Want to, okay, you, 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 you're pretty shallow. And the problem with if you're shallow, if your root system is shallow, guess what? You're going to fall in the storm. Because when the pressures of life become really strong in your life, because you have a shallow experience with God, you're going to be uprooted and disconnected. He said, For out of Jerusalem shall go a remnant, and they that escape out of, the, out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, shall do this. Shall do what? He said, Shall take Judah and put Judah's roots deep down. So that it can bear fruit upward. When we're having a Holy Ghost move and, and people are worshiping and shouting, what is that? We're just bearing fruit outward and upward from what God has done deep down in our soul. Isaiah 37, he put it like this in verse 31. And the remnant that is escaped. You can read about it back in 2 Kings. Isaiah jumps on the same on the bandwagon and he says, The remnant that has escaped uses the same words, remnant and escape of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. It's the same passage, different writer. I think God's trying to tell us something. You need to go deeper in God. Here's the problem. A bad root can also affect all the fruit. Hebrews 12, 15, Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. Ready? Root of bitterness springing up, says, will trouble you. Springing up flows up. If you allow the root of bitterness into your spirit, what happens is no one, no one really can see the, 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 the cause, the root cause. Almost titled it root cause. Probably should have called it titled this the root cause. But it's the root of bitterness that springs up. It's the cause that what? That will trouble you. But you see, the root always determines the fruit. And not only will a root of bitterness spring, Springing up to trouble you, but it will thereby many be defiled. Mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa, if you allow a root of bitterness to spring up in your spirit, you're endangering everyone that you have influence over. You are inviting trouble. You can defile the body. The fruit of a bitter root is always spoiled and rotten because it's defiled. Now maybe I should have saved this for a Wednesday night, Thomas. I know I struggle. I'm like, God, give me something. Just This is just what I feel. 1 Timothy 6, for the love of money is... The root of all evil. There are people in our society that will kill somebody for five bucks. 
The love of money is the root of all evil, the Bible says. There are people that want power and money and they don't care what it, what it takes to get it. They don't care who they have to steal, kill, or destroy from. The devil certainly doesn't care who he has to steal. Matter of fact, he goes about seeking whom he can steal, kill, and to, and to destroy. Because he is evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. John the Baptist said in Matthew 3, And now also the axe is laid unto the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. And it's talking about hellfire. God, I want to have a good root. God, I want to stay rooted and grounded in truth and righteousness. Because I don't want to be axed down. I don't want to be cut off. I don't want to be a castaway. I don't want to be bundled and thrown into the fire. Matthew 13, you find the first mentioned type by Christ of the end time. And I know it kind of goes against many people's theology, but Jesus, the first, it's his first mention, so we kind of need to go back and pay attention to it. But he said, let the wheat and the tares grow together. And then the angels come, and the angels, what do they do first? They don't rapture out the tares, no, or the, the wheat, no. They go get the tares, and they grab up all the tares, and they bundle them together like sticks, and they throw them into the fire. Why? Because they never were rooted in truth. And they weren't wheat, but they were tares. They were in the same field, but their roots were different. They were in the same field, but the seed was different. The enemy came and sowed some tares and sowed some seed. And John the Baptist said in Matthew, he said, The root of the trees, therefore every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit, is hewn down and cast into the fire. James 1 and 12, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. Who are you rooted <clears throat> Who are you connected? Who do you have a relationship with this morning? Can I tell you this morning, I, have, I am connected to the same root of David. I, I'm connected to the same root of Jesse. <laughs> I, I'm connected, you're connected to the same root. <clears throat> Revelations chapter 5, and I'm, I'm going to try to bring this to a close. Revelations chapter 5, verse number 5. How many like Revelation? How many can admit you don't understand everything about Revelation? <laughs> Verse number 5 of chapter 5 of one of the elders. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Who's he talking about? Jesus Christ. The root of David. hath prevailed, conquered, <clears throat> made a way out of no way to open the book. <laughs> I'm going to come back to that in a second because that's so powerful. And to loose the seven seals thereof, and I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, 
as it had been slain. He's the lamb and he's the lion. Having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent forth unto all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang or sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain. Who's he talking about? Talking about Jesus. And hast redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. He's talking about the root of David. Is the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David. And Isaiah 11 and 10 says, And in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for a sign of the people. <laughs> and to it shall the Gentiles seek. There is a root <laughs> that Gentiles can still be grafted into. The root of Jesse, the root of David, is the same root because it's the same Lord, same Jesus, it's the same Christ. And he said, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, the root of Jesse, the root of Mike Mullings, the root of Donald Mullings. The root of Clem Monks. Same root. Hath prevailed or conquered to open the book of life. You see, the same root. <laughs> same Jesus that I'm connected to. Open the book of life. Why did he need to open the book? Can I tell you? So he could write my name in the Lamb's book of life. I'm so glad my name's written in the Lamb's book of life. But the only way for a name to get written in the book is you got to go to the root. Oh, you're not hearing me this morning. The root cause of the, my name being in the book of Lamb's book of life is because he opened the book. How did he do that? He went to the cross and shed his perfect blood. Oh, praise God. It was Jesus that opened the book so he could write us into the story of reconciliation and redemption. He said, and this is a sign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. I'm thankful that I'm founded and grounded on the root of David. David was rooted in praise and worship. David never forgot his roots. Even when David failed miserably, failed and committed horrible sin, he went back to his root. He went back to the relationship. He went back to repentance and praise and worship. He went back and said, God, God, there's some things that have, I've allowed to grow in my life. 
There's some suckers that have sucked, that have j- jumped on me and sucked on the very life out of me. But God, there's some pruning that needs to take place. He said, create in me a clean heart. Renew in me a right spirit. Cast me not away. There's some things that need to be cut off from me, but I don't want to be cut off. And restore the joy of thy salvation. David's calling was founded and rooted in praise and worship. When David was anointed king, he already was rooted in praise and worship. He didn't wait till he got the position before he worshiped the presence of God. I'm, I'm closing. Isn't it interesting how he was anointed king and then sometime later Saul had the evil spirit, the grievously evil spirit, he had a bad spirit. God allowed a bad spirit to come on him. Who did he call for? He called for an accomplished musician. He needed someone that was skillful. He needed an anointed praiser. He needed an anointed worshiper. He needed someone that was grounded in praise and worship and grounded in his relationship with God. And isn't that amazing? He called for David. And David went into the presence of Saul and with Saul with his angry spirit and David would begin to worship the Lord. David would begin to play, play. He would begin to sing. He would begin to worship. And Saul came calm and peace and entered into the house. As long as someone was rooted. But when David left, the root left. And Saul would go through all of that all over again. Later in his life, David, when he was anointed king and he became king, he was already an accomplished worshiper. He was already an accomplished musician. And when David faced the storms of his life, he would go back to his root. Say, God created me a clean heart. He knew in me a right spirit. David was restored over and over again. Why? Because he stayed connected to the Lord. Let's stand this morning. have time to preach all this this morning, but I just want to say this. As I shared with my friend this week, I believe God is calling us to a deeper walk. We need to make sure our spiritual roots are strongly connected in Christ. Because I believe in this last day, what can be shaken will be shaken. I believe we're living in the last days. Perilous times are here. But I don't ever want to lose my praise. I don't ever want to lose my worship. I want to keep my connection. I want to keep my root. I want to keep the flow. I want to stay connected to the vine. He's the vine. I'm the branch. And I want my branches, because they're not shallow, but they run deep. I want my branches to be lifted up. I don't want to be a weeping willow, but I want to be a praiser. I want to be a worshiper. I want to live an overcoming life. I know I'm going to have storms of life. Things are going to come. Things you're going to have to face. But 
I want to stay rooted in truth and rooted in righteousness. Someone said, hey, everything's, Job, why don't you just curse God and die? I can't. I'm too rooted. Job, why don't you just wither away? I can't. I've, I've got nowhere to go. God planted me here. This is where I am. Job, why you've done, you've lost this. Man, you look, the winds came and blew all your, your leaves off. They'll grow back. Storm came, you lost, you missed out. You, I'm still connected. I've still got the joy of the Lord. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Why? Because I'm, I'm, I'm rooted. I'm grounded. I don't know what you're going through this morning, but I just want to invite you this morning to take a moment, maybe lift up your hands unto the Lord, but in your spirit dig way down deep. Maybe do a little examination because I believe God is calling us in this last day, not just here at this church, but His church around this world, to have a deeper relationship, a deeper walk with God. Why? Because there's no telling what storm is coming. No telling what storms of life are. There's some already here. We're enduring some horrible storms, but let's stay rooted and grounded in Christ. On Christ alone. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Can we lift up our hands this morning and just take a moment and talk to the Lord this morning?
stay connected to the body. More importantly, most importantly, stay connected to the vine. Amen. This is this is no time to disconnect. This is no time to be cut off. This is a time to stay connected to the vine. Because it's from him. From him cometh our strength. Amen. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall renew their strength. Amen. Amen. Please remember our service tonight. Come in expectation. We're going to have a great time in the Holy Ghost. And uh, amen. Stay grounded and rooted. Let's go deeper in the Word, deeper in our prayer life. I feel like God is calling this church, but all over the place, calling His children, His saints, His body, to deeper in the Word, deeper in understanding, deeper in the Holy Ghost outpouring. Amen. Because the fruit will come in Jesus' name. God bless you in the name of the Lord.